Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Today it's going to be very, very interesting. Can I just say that today's show is going to be on a theme of being number one. It is always number one for this lady. Exactly. We are number one podcast in Malaysia. According it's to us. According to us, <laughs> yeah. But we are all number one. Yes, exactly. Brandon, um, at first, uh, I was really, really nervous because I, I, I kind of didn't know what to expect. You, you're still nervous right now. I don't know if you know this, but both of us are stammering. Yeah, I know. We're looking at each other. We don't dead turn on <laughs> the other side. Because, ladies and gentlemen, today we're very, very honored to have a legend on the show. I don't want, okay, I don't mean to make this this VIP sound like old, but okay, I just have to say legend, legendary. Yes, it's not an understatement. Yeah, we should stop talking and introduce our guests. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the first time on the show, we have Dr. Nicole David. Give it up! Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wow. It's so nice to meet you guys too. Actually. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's okay. It's this very is, timely. This is, this is, um, this was very intimidating. I have to tell the story of how uh, Nicole and I met. It was on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, have, you got a wife, uh, just to. Just yeah, I know. Mm. I know. Okay. okay. Go for it. For the lack of a better word, she <laughs> kind of slid into my DMs. Jin, you have a wife for the second time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shh, shh, shh. She, she she messaged me mm. and she's like, "Hi," yes, uh, and and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I went to Michelle's like. <laughs> Uh, that's what Nicole David messaged me on Instagram. Just, then she was like, huh? Why? What do you do? Is it like a spam account or is it like a second exactly. a fake account? Exactly. That was the first right? thing I thought it was a spam account. Maybe it's like the next, I was expecting the next uh, 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 message to be, do you have any old coins or old $1? <laughs> notes that you want to sell? <laughs> but I, I, clicked on, I clicked on the profile and you have the verified badge. I was like, mm -hmm. All right. Okay. This is legit. So, <laughs> what do I do? So, reply lah. Okay. Hi. <laughs> and it was it was really like for me it was very overwhelming because um, Nicole I I've 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 seen you in the newspapers. We we we, we have seen yeah. you. Please. We yeah. have seen you in the newspapers. We. Um, you know, since I was in high school. All right. We were all young. And and until we are young. yes, still we are. We're young. still young. We're still young. <laughs> of course. And you know, for me, it's it's always reading, um, reading about you being number one for like 108 months straight. I'm like, yeah, this this girl's killing it. She's representing and stuff like that. And and then she 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 messages you on Instagram and be like, um, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, can we know? I mean, if you don't mind, can we know? I think for for the rest of people who are listening, what did she say and what did she ask? And um, well, she um said some very very nice things, mm. and I'm like, I, the thing is, okay, to us, you're you're a you're a superstar, and yeah. for someone to be watching all of our stuff, and she yeah. tells us that you know you know she watches our, our stuff, and you know, of course, yeah, I'm Malaysian, like, I'm to be Malaysian, seeing all that you're doing that is. It's just fantastic. We're very, oh, yeah. very touched. Can we just say that yeah. we're very on it and I, we're yeah. very, very touched. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, now that we've broken the ice, yes. that was all an act, by the way. All right, let's get straight <laughs> to it. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, Nicole, it's okay. How do I address you? I know I know you have Nicole the title, Dr. Nicole David, and I'm pretty sure everybody who mm. basically, you know, approaches you, hi, Dr. Nicole David, and then they're, they're very, like, you know, intimidated. But for me, it's like the, the first time uh, I met you in the lobby when I got you, um, and then uh, Brandon was so surprised. What, what do you What do you ask? Um. <laughs> like, were you? Did you come alone? Right? Yeah, I was uh, like, yeah. did you come alone? Because I was so 
uh, I mean, usually when Jin travels around, he's got a whole van, he's got red carpet, petals on the red carpet, a whole entourage, and you know, that's when Jin travels, and when Dato Nicole, she came to her office, and I was like, did you come alone, or is there any, like, anybody to follow you? It's like, no, I just took a taxi here, you know, she was explaining to us somewhat, the taxi driver didn't know how, she's like, oh, I can type yeah. in the place for you, and she just came here all alone by herself, and she just walked in here and waltzed in with her gear as well, still intact, so I was like, wow, I'm so mind blown by this whole... <laughs> It's, I, I'm still mind blown right now. Yeah, it's expectations versus reality. reality. Is this how you normally travel and yeah. do these things? Yeah, because I've been living overseas for almost 16 years now mm-hmm. and whatever you do, you have to actually do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's gonna like, hand, like spoon feed you to do anything. Yep. So I've been just traveling on my own. I love just um, just get going to lunch and sometimes my friends are going like, you're going to lunch on your own? I was like, yeah, I do that at home in Amsterdam and then when I come back to Malaysia, everyone's like, what are you doing? Okay, okay. Because <laughs> like, I, need, oh. I need food. I need to get food <laughs> in me before I go training and, and then I'll have to go somewhere else and tapau something. Or, yeah. But S- it's just a normal routine I, I, that I do. So, so yeah. at least now you know that you can slide into our DMs and we will have lunch with you. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to have lunch alone. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Because it is that... I got good company. Mm. Yay! But speaking about diet though, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned to us just now, you guys didn't hear this, but we were talking about it, asking you, uh, oh, shall I ask again, what did you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> well, because it's my last day in Malaysia, I indulged in a little bit of a roti bomb and wow. curry. Now they have it on record, but it's just once in this week. Once, <laughs> in, this, once in this week? week. Yeah, oh, no. I was like, okay, who's listening? Coach? <laughs> you know, uh, my, uh, health? My coach doesn't mind. Oh, she, okay, she okay. She loves Malaysian food. Um, she's Australian, so she's like, oh. I, I love it, love it, love it. So. No, but I love how she said uh, indulge. The word indulge. Roti bom and teh tarik is an indulgement. And yeah. for us, Jin and I, I mean, look at us, bro. We have it almost ev- on a daily basis, you know? Yeah, like, hey, Brandon, where do we want to go today? Uh, After this. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, can yeah, but um, Mama session, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. you, you're um, you're you're. I have to okay. Straight off the bat, I mean, like we have to uh, ask this question: What are you currently doing back here in KL in Malaysia? You know, what's yeah. been up for the past one week? I know I've been stalking you on Instagram, though. <laughs> you know, you've been busy. You I've know, been quite busy yeah. doing photo shoots. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, appearing for a couple of uh, yeah, events. Event. Yeah. That's very um, very empowering towards women. So you know, yeah. what's what's been up since you know uh, you've been back in KL? Well, because I just announced my retirement earlier in Feb- mm-hmm. February, so at the time I wasn't back home in Malaysia, and I was thinking that I better get back and really <laughs> explain myself better to the to everyone to get it known and just letting them understand why the decision's been made. Even though I've said it all in in the press, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's nice to just be more personal and come back home and really be amongst it with my my sponsors with with uh, the you know the national sports council the ministry mm-hmm. or everyone that has supported me even my family i haven't even seen my family since mm-hmm. november so it was nice to go back to penang mm-hmm. last weekend and just also ate a bit more <laughs> 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 you can't take the penang out this of a person so of course. so um so i was very happy to just be home just do, doing a lot of um just touching base with everybody and and I I saved the best for last. I came here. No. Applause, applause, applause. Cue the applause. She ate honey this morning as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I think it's the combination of the 
the what's that the condensed milk in the roti bomb and the condensed milk in the tetai. so <laughs> sweet like you <laughs> now speaking about your retirement right i mean it is a big thing in malaysia you know when you yeah. first announced mm. it everyone in malaysia sort of were talking yeah. about it we were talking about it, it as well overwhelming yeah really exactly for me. it's like it was just so mm. so great and hard i was really heartfelt by everyone's response mm. and it was just I, I couldn't believe it at first because you when you announce something you just thought that okay everyone appreciates it and they know what you've done but it's amazing how I just couldn't believe it, it was just so overwhelming for me for me yeah. it was when I when I heard about the retirement I'm like huh so but you know exactly just, there's still so much ahead I mean why yeah what led well, to this retirement sort of you know well I started working early right so when I was mm. Maybe 15. Yeah, about I played, 15. I played like prof- like for the team when I was 15 years mm. old and professionally when I was 17. So mm. I, technically, I've been playing it for 18 years mm. uh, professionally and an athlete is very different. <laughs> <laughs> the body doesn't sustain the way you like it to be. And, right. And mentally, I just couldn't quite like get my head around the fact that if I were to play five more years, my, my stomach just cringes, you know? And if Before that's a, for Roti Bomo? <laughs> <laughs> cringes for... Yeah, I was like, I need to get back home because I can't play squash so long because that mm. Roti bomb is, in, bomb is in my head. <laughs> no, I, I just couldn't mentally grasp the fact that if I were to play squash for another five years, right. I just didn't have any le- what's left anymore in me. But um, like a year and a half ago, I just had this moment where everything just seemed a little like rough i i didn't feel right in my gut and then Mm. when i was playing a tournament in the u.s open and and my coach said like what do you really want from squash and i got into a point where you have to ask all these honest questions right nobody wants to ask yourself like what do you really want to do Mm -hmm. and you're like hey i want to Uh, anything now anything i'll just keep playing okay but that moment i really needed to find out what i wanted and and that, that was like a little turning point. And the moment I said I could only play another two years, mm-hmm. then I felt that relief that I know that this is all I have left. And right. I went through a lot of different emotions during mm. that time. Mm-hmm. But it came, I came to a point at peace. Mm-hmm. And after that, I could just really go like, hey, I can do stuff after after retirement so of course i'm yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that there are a lot of people lining up to 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 do something with you us included um you know i mean like for the fact that Great. you're such a role model particularly to all of the females out there mm. you've been you. you've been a world number one for so long until people are, hey okay when is she gonna be like you know number two huh <laughs> you know she's been number one for so long but yeah. i mean uh dwelling back to the, the that time when you were 15 Right, yeah. and then you you started in your, your career in squash. You started mm-hmm. competing professionally. I would co- I would um, compare your lifestyle and your career mm-hmm. to like you know a Hollywood A list celebrity because it's like Aww, you've been doing it <laughs> since you're young. Yeah, I that's which brings me to the next, next this next question. What was your teenage life growing up like? Mm. It was fun. Like not not many people get a chance to travel. At 11 years old, going to different countries and play squash. Mm-hmm. So and and the best part is I got to win most of them. So there was, <laughs> there was even there was even <laughs> okay. It and had that, to be included, that, right? That, it's very that important. Helps, that helps. Yeah. So like I was going like, hey, why not travel more and play more and then win more. Hopefully win. Yeah, and and I just enjoyed it. And my sisters were playing it too. My mm. older sisters. So 
they had to look after this brat sister of theirs <laughs> going around. So that helped. My parents were very happy that they were there with me. Mm. And now of course a bit of mischief. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was fun and I just I think the first thing I love about it was I just enjoyed it. I travel a lot and I could skip classes a bit, but oh, <laughs> but, but, but no, I still went to school. Mm. I did my homework. My friends helped me with homework. That, that, sure. that's, 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 that's the that's the PR way. Yeah, yeah. if you yeah, do yeah, finish yeah. for me tomorrow, I take you to <laughs> Netherlands. Uh, we play squash. Uh, so uh, you want to follow me travel or not? Uh, you better help me finish my maths homework. <laughs> no, no yeah, 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 I yeah, mean, yeah. how many people <laughs> can go around and say, "Hey, I helped the world number one with her homework." Uh, true, so <laughs> la, I, I was involved in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. all were. They all were really like. I was very, very uh, grateful my for my mm. friends, my teachers. They all were so, so for, uh, helpful in making sure I actually pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. you, you said you started very young, you know, at 11 years old, you started playing squash, you know, mm-hmm. 17, you turned pro. Now, at what point in your career where you, you told yourself or someone else told you like, hey, you are really good at this. And at what point do you see yourself doing this as a career? Like you said, you know, as a, as a, as a thing yeah. to sustain your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was when, when I was 15 and I won my first World Junior title. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was just like playing. For fun, recreationally. For fun. Yeah, and then traveling, yeah. having fun, meeting people. Mm-hmm. And, and then when it came to, f- when I was 15 and won that first World Junior title, is when I went, maybe I can do this in the, <laughs> in the senior. So, so yeah, then my head just started ticking mm-hmm. and then I was thinking, how am I going to, Tell my parents I want to play. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Right. Yeah. But they they knew it from the very beginning right. that right. I I wanted to just be uh, playing squash all through uh, like for the first year after mm-hmm. after SPM. Mm. And I said, can I just play one year and see how it goes? Mm-hmm. And then then I'll I'll go to go go and maybe venture into uni. Mm. And they're like, yeah, give it a try. Since you're getting good funding, mm-hmm. why not mm. give it a go? And then. One year later, I went up to the top 16 mm-hmm. and I went, can I get one more year? Oh, wow. And then try, you know, professionally for another year. Mm. And then he said, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And third year, I was like, can I move to Amsterdam? And train oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> And then they, they were like, yeah, go for it. And um, we, we got your full backing because, mm. you know, they knew I wanted this so badly. And mm. they just saw it in, in me that I, I could do something great in my squash and they just gave me that freedom to explore my my mm. passion and and that's not doesn't that doesn't happen every day in you know in your family to get mm. that full backing and support from yeah. from your family wow no, it's, it's, it's so relatable it's so relatable it's just to, like to like us this, as well right? yeah how yeah. important it is to have your parents you know support yeah. and your family's backing is it how important is that to you it is the the ultimate thing mm. that has pushed me to where I am right now. From the very beginning, they were just there behind me with my sisters, mm. and uh, they just knew exactly that how much of a role they played. Mm-hmm. Just even from growing up, and just giving that love and support from the very beginning mm. with with all of us, and and from then on, we built that character from from there, and and pushed ourselves in whatever we do. There was no pressure. It's like, hey, you know you. You better you better score A's, huh? Or oh. you better you have to do you have to make sure you win t- uh, titles. It was nothing like that. It okay. was purely we we support you if you cannot get them as well. It's okay. You did your best. Mm-hmm. You, we mm-hmm. don't expect anything of you, but we but they knew that we were gonna work really hard or to to make things happen for ourselves. So they gave us that trust. Like both my sisters and I, we mm. always had that trust. 
So now we can just pick what we want and then just go for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, talking about your squash career, like mm-hmm. not not okay, not not competitively. Uh, during when you were playing professionally. Yeah. For the, the, go back to the time when you picked up your first racket. Mm-hmm. Who was the first person you beat? <laughs> was it a guy? <laughs> uh, um, when I was maybe say ten, mm-hmm. ten years old. Then I want. Then I started trying to play everyone. Right. Um. But nobody was really at my age to want to. I can like play with them. Right. That okay. they want. They're willing to play with me. So I played all the big boys Whoa. and my sisters. Uh-huh. And uh, I think when I was ten years old, they finally had like an age group for me to play. Oh, <laughs> so like wow. under like under twelve was introduced. So then was, there was a few other girls that were there. So maybe like out of four players <laughs> uh, or, or maybe eight players playing mm. under 12 so at least I got a chance to beat them la. oh wow <laughs> at 10 years old, at we, 10 were, years old. we were writing karangan like aku sebatang pen yeah pen <laughs> ini merah pen ini merah I was and doing the same too okay that's comforting to know same public school so I, but I was in a I was in Common Green Lane in Penang so ah mm. CGL uh, yes, yes okay okay it's a very famous convent school in Penang yes at what age did you beat your sister that was actually my 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 biggest goal mm-hmm. <laughs> was to beat my sisters oh, wow. because they set the, the standard and mm-hmm. so I you had so your sisters are they uh, elder sisters or younger yeah, sisters yeah. elder sisters elder sisters okay. Ian and Cheryl and mm-hmm. they both were my benchmark to beat as like if I I'm like okay I'm gonna train harder I'm gonna get them to train with me as well yeah. like you know like Kiasula you know must train with them <laughs> so just to get get better and then and then uh, I was thinking okay if I keep Working with them, they, and they were very patient. Like mm-hmm. okay. now, they are teachers, and they're <laughs> with, with two kids, and they are so 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 good with them. Mm-hmm. Thanks to me, <laughs> being, being so patient <laughs> with me. The spotlight turn 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 turn. Wait wait, 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 come back, come back, come back. Yeah, we we lost to her in squash, but we kind of picked up something. You know, yeah, we yeah. don't have to be patient with our kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but they were really instrumental because I had something to. When you have older siblings, you just want to be like them. Yes, and mm. the one to also like do worse than them so you have to make sure you yeah. step up your game all the time and I think I was always the competitive one they oh. were they were like all round my second sister Cheryl was more of the talented mm. one uh, my old sister was all round play every sport and was mm. amazing mm-hmm. and I came in and wanted to just like run through everybody oh. <laughs> so <laughs> like just gunning to go and beat someone and just determined determined to just Win. <laughs> I think it's like a youngest child yes, syndrome thing. Because yeah, you're the youngest child, right? Are you, I, are you the youngest yeah, child? Yeah, I, I share the exact there same sort of mentality. Like I'm hyper competitive. I really yeah. want to make sure I do my best. If I do something, it's got to be the best. You know, hyper competitive yeah. is an understatement. <laughs> you no. know what this fella does or not? He will message me out of the blue for no apparent reason. It's like, what are you doing on Friday? And I'm like, uh, <clears throat> I'm not doing anything. He's like, do you play badminton by any chance? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I used to play for my school when I was younger. He's like, okay, cool, let's book a court. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, he, and just he will, fun. Yeah, he, like and that. he will basically uh, sell it like, oh, we're just getting a, a couple of friends to get together and we'll play together and whatever not. And I'm like, okay, cool. I uh, you know, and I went downstairs, oh, my record's broken. It's okay, I, I have a few. I got many. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> no problem. A lot. And I go to this badminton, where was this, in Sunway? In Sunway, yeah. I go there mm-hmm. and then, you know, I walk in and they start playing. Hey, Jin, you're here. And I start playing with Brandon. I re- regretted for the rest of my life. When I played in school, I was so proud because I could beat someone. Yeah, After yeah. playing it, I hated the sport. He has never joined us for badminton. I hated from the then fact- moment on, it's like, badminton no more. Yeah, I hated eh. the fact that, you know, I watched badminton and I, oh, I want to be like this person and stuff like that. 
He was so competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, try squash lah. Try squash. Go why for not, squash. Why not? Yeah. yeah. We can jump on court. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah, that, 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 that's so. Were you that? Were you that competitive? Yeah. And you were like, you see? Yeah. Yes. Really? I, Dude, you, you are also like, I would say like the youngest child. I am. Were you, were you so, yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually the youngest child. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So that's we why you feel this way. Yeah. 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 But I'm not competitive. <laughs> You know, when you play board games with him, uh, uh, I tell you, right? So Friday nights because he doesn't play badminton anymore. So I tone it down, like I said, you know what? You know, okay, like, okay, like, I'll call you up right now. We play board games together. This fella, right? When he play board games, uh, I tell you, we need to have a swear jar, you know, because uh, we need to keep him, like, put a lid on him because he's so competitive when it comes to board games. So I was like, is you're not all just like not competitive, right? I think you I have think that board streak games in you. Ha- has something to do with just everybody I think maybe it, yeah, yeah 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 but yeah because even like I know the competitive side comes out my friends all say like oh Nicole everything is always competitive you want to put your cup further and they say no my feet further you know like, oh no like really, yeah, really? The, the, no like the stupid things oh. okay okay and then my so my friends always go like oh, you know you can't can't get rid of that because that's all she does and mm-hmm. and when it comes to like board games and stuff you should see all of my my sisters and I we, we love our board mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. and we always get the squash boys to come together okay. to our house we always have Christmas get together it's mm-hmm. on the Christmas day mm-hmm. or New Year's or something and they will come and then our sisters like and me will go yeah let's play uh, you know uh, whatever like, you know <laughs> it's taboo or something mm. and then the guys are like uh, with the David sisters again you win you win you win my sisters are so good too okay. and, but we all mm. have like this sync uh, that you know when we get together then we just want we just know it's good like, we can mm. <laughs> right. so, so, my, my, so we now the squash boys will go like okay Let's split the sisters out so that we are all equal. <laughs> equal. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's so much fun, I think. But I'm the most competitive out of the lot. I, I, I just want to win, even though my sisters, like, they, they support me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, can, I can identify with that. Yeah. I know yeah, how yeah. you feel. I know how you feel. And then now, now, now going back to the fact that, you know, you, you've announced your tri- re- retirement. I yes. mean, we asked this before, but we kind of mm. swayed away. But, you know, what's, what's, what's going to be happening right now mm. after retirement, after mm. June, once you're done? Yeah. Um, where are you going to go? What's the first thing you're going to do? Mm. <laughs> What's going to be happening next? The first day of retirement. Or <laughs> <laughs> first I'll be day. sleeping in and not moving from the bed for a long time. Oh, yeah. People <laughs> think it's something glamorous. People yeah. think she's going to go like, oh, she's going to go all out with someone or something, you know, and you now you have your answer. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think in long term, like in that first few months, maybe I'll just take some time off to mm. chill. But mm-hmm. But I've been planning things for myself the last year or so after I really got that point that I made I made a decision that I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. I made plans. I reflected on what I really wanted to do and give back. And I found that I, I wanted to really get involved with my uh, a foundation that, right. that will target empowering girls through sport. Mm-hmm. And that's just in the midst of you know, building and developing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just still early stages. But um, I, I just have that passion that I think m- more girls should play sport. And if I can have a role to play, I would love to see more Malaysian girls like just play, not, not like squash or even other sports, just to mm. make them feel like from there they can get that self-esteem or confidence to yeah, be who they are. Or, and sport really can bring that out from you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also I, want, I would like to do some talks like motivational talks mm-hmm. get a little series going like a nurturing belief series because mm-hmm. i think you can tell everyone 
um, to the day you die. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can believe in yourself, believe in yourself. And it's like, but how do you actually believe? Now, how do you get to that point to believe in yourself? Right. So it's how do you, but everyone can nurture that. So mm. I would like to share how I've been nurtured to get to this belief system and mm. I hope to share it with the with all Malaysians and maybe hopefully further uh, mm. with everyone else. I'm, <laughs> yeah. gonna, wow. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send my daughter for that. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think so she's sweet. a little bit too young. It's okay. I gotta start <laughs> young. She's gotta be competitive. Come on. <laughs> All right, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, because I, I just have to say that you know we, we hardly see um, a lot of uh, women in sports. I mean, we do, a, but a bit more now. A bit which more is now. Great. Like that's that's why we want to encourage that to keep getting the momentum pushing through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I know of Laobi Wen. Yeah, she follows me on Instagram, by the way. Uh huh. Ying, our national badminton player. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, last time when we watched the when I watched the Commonwealth Games in Malaysia, I mean, the gymnasts were getting a yeah. lot of airtime, right? Mm. Yeah. And sure. after that, it's just kind of just like you know, all right, you don't really hear. I mean, it's all mm. you always hear of Nicole David in the papers, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, um, Lao Yiwen was the up and coming, yeah. and that's about it. But you know, I think hopefully we'll be able to see more uh women or ladies, mm. you know, dominate the sports sphere because I think yeah, I think you're the perfect example of you know putting all the critics down saying that you know for all those people who say like no la you know sports is more of a male dominant kind of thing <laughs> and here we are speaking to someone who's been number one for 108 months that's mm -hmm. like what nine 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 years yeah that's a wow wait nine years you were world number one right? yeah Con consecutively consecutively yeah. yeah yeah i think in the world of squash mm. your achievements mm. and it's so far unrivaled and unparalleled you know it's it's Thanks. yeah i think it's if we can just be nine years as the top podcast in malaysia for nine years i think you we can dream lah. We can yeah, dream we can dream. Yeah, we can dream. At least we can go back to at least we can go back to Dato Nicole David and say that hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, we've been number one for like you know nine nine days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now uh, we're gonna dwell into more personal stuff. Mm -hmm. You've been you've been competing for fifteen years. You hardly had time for anything. Have you ever had time for other stuff? Like for example, like you know, <clears throat> I mean, for the lack of a better word, have you ever had any interest in relationships? Like how do you? Yeah. How do you? I mean, like yeah, mm. because as much as we know, we've only seen you holding Playing. a racket, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> holding multiple trophies. Never a boy's hand. <laughs> yes, so right? how? Yeah, I've I've always been like as a kid, and right? I think everybody's like really wondering what that yeah. question. Yeah, <laughs> myself as well. I think on behalf of all, all Malaysians, <laughs> we shall settle this. You heard it first right now on Mamak Sessions. Probably not. Nicole. No, well, okay, well, market better. Okay, okay. Yeah, you will be hearing it first right now. <laughs> Nicole, David, and her love life. Please tell us more. I oh mean, my God. Yeah, it's actually kind of like really non-existent, but because, but <laughs> purely the fact that I was, I am, and I, and I was so into my squash that I, I blocked so many things out, wow. like emotions and mm -hmm. stuff, because you think it will become like a distraction. So right. so that was that was what I had to kind of like go eh, not happening not happening like if they if anything comes my way it's mm -hmm. just like pff. so that mm. was that was really what I was focused on and I could actually have my mind quite like sound mm -hmm. <laughs> right right got but, it but like the moment I I think in 2014 when everything seemed great and I had the best year and finishing my eight, winning my eight world title at yep. the end of the year, I was like, I need to sort my life out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I think yeah, in 2014, I was quite like open to just go, okay, maybe I can let some emotions in. Oh, okay. So, but, but 
I I was re- I'm pretty hopeless, like hopeless, <laughs> <laughs> like like relationships or anything. And of course, you you go into the phase of like dating and stuff, but mm. I was pretty bad, so I didn't. So nothing was very successful, unfortunately. <laughs> so <laughs> so boom boom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to do the sound effect. She made the sound effect so cute. She did the sound effect for herself. Boom boom. Yeah yeah boom boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. yeah, you know, athletes for some reason mm. have a tendency to to just lose that little bit of that um, way of how to deal with relationships. All and right. Then my friends are like going. You only have, like you only like facing this now and <laughs> oh, wow. and like uh, like for so long we all did this like when we we're teens and we we're twenty somethings and and now you need like facing all these things and I was like, yeah, it sucks. But <laughs> all right, <laughs> but so uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't have like nothing was really fully mm. <laughs> like materialized. Like, I, I can't even like explain like the situation because everything has not been very successful. Right. So I just. I'll stick to squash. Okay. <laughs> now, having said that, I mean, all here on Mama Sessions, you know, after hearing that, we feel like we want to help you a little bit. So maybe oh, you can start it? by telling us what are some of the attributes, some of the maybe even physical attributes that you look for in a guy. I mean, like, uh, what's the first thing, you know, like maybe the th- three things um, this guy must have for you to be, for, for that person or that guy to even be qualified <laughs> to go on a date with Dato Nicole David. <laughs> so what are the things that the guy must have? Um, I think it's just... It's just good qualities that I think they have good values and mm. but if I if they obviously they have to just be just comfortable being around me yeah. I guess. okay and then uh, and then basically from then on we'll see how it goes because first impressions are very hard everyone's having to try and become something they're not so you have to figure out yeah as time goes on yeah I, I would yeah. think I would think a lot of uh, <laughs> not only males but a lot of individuals would feel mm. a, li- a little bit intimidated <laughs> when they meet you for the first time I know I am right? <laughs> yeah, he was like a little squirmish oh. when I went into the office you know Jin was talking to Nicole and yeah, usually when Jin talks sweet. to us you know he's got his legs uh, you know really wide <laughs> and and like, okay what are you doing today <laughs> yeah and then he was like you know his legs were tight together and he was like mm, mm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like come on Jin yeah I mean like um I'm sure you're used to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a lot of people being very intimidated when they meet you. I don't know, but it's just I'm just so used to meeting, you know, like people and they're so respectful and mm. I just take it as that, but I never understood why they should be intimidated <laughs> by me. But it's it's I don't think it's it's just more of getting comfortable with the fact that it's just I just do my thing. I'm mm. just just traveling as an athlete to be honest, just mm-hmm. playing my 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 squash and and basic and performing. So right. so yeah, I'm just doing just normal stuff. <laughs> but she does an amazing job breaking the ice, though. I mean, like for as much as I was intimidated, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking to a friend now. Yeah, because like yeah. you know, she was yeah. more of like, uh, no, don't don't do that. And for me, it's like, hey, how do I address her? Do I dato dato or do I dato Nicole <laughs> or you know, uh, you know, stuff like that. And yeah, I guess uh, this is the side that people doesn't don't see. <laughs> and uh, now that you're um, okay, like I, there's, there's there's so many questions. There's so many questions I want to ask. You know, there's, there's relationships. That's like you know, apart from squash. Like you know, if you don't play squash, what is what's that one thing that you love doing? You know, mm. apart yeah. from like you know, like okay, I'm not gonna play squash today. Today I'm gonna go out to do what? Mm, I would go out to. Uh, to uh, just like uh, hang out, just chill. 
if I have time to just not do anything. Mm-hmm. So maybe hang like or <laughs> window shopping. Oh, okay. <laughs> or roti bom. Or, or roti bom. <laughs> if I'm in Malaysia, find a good place to just hang out at a mama store or, mm. or a hawker store somewhere. Yeah. Um, but mostly if I have time at home, I hang out with my friends and not not think about squash. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on on my own in Amsterdam, on I was basing myself in Colombia a bit more. I mm-hmm. just like to scout different places, like right. a new place to hang and. And then uh, try different foods or and just chill. Just have more more time to be at ease. And she's way more chill than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you know, when I first met her, I thought she's gonna be this very intense. You know, because she's <laughs> an athlete, world class athlete, Samo. <laughs> you know, and now she's just so chill. You know. But yeah, I do like I do like dancing, and I've put that. I've, Ooh, I dancing. Yeah, Ooh. I love. I, well, I I like um some street dance. I, oh. I did and I did some street dance classes Ooh. back in well basic lah, uh-huh. not, not not that great, but it's just to just do something a little mm-hmm. different. All right, guys, so we're gonna stop the podcast right now. We're all gonna get up on our feet because uh, <laughs> we're gonna sh- uh, let Nicole David. Okay, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you start. <laughs> <laughs> all right, da- dancing. Yeah, I I love dancing and uh, it's just it's just another outlet for me because I got so much energy. And if you're not playing squash, what do you do next? <laughs> so right. And my uh, my coach Liz, she always says like, if you're taking some time off, you better do something because you're not gonna sit down and do nothing, and it's too much energy. You're gonna be your head is gonna go nonstop, and and you just have to have an outlet. So go and go out and dance. <laughs> right. Okay. So you get a lot of um, guys kind of like sliding into your DMs and then kind of <laughs> something trying, like really trying, and you got you you know you kind of like okay, I know, but. You kind of—it's kind of bad. Is, is that is that is that has there been any stories where you'd be like, oh my god, you're just horrible? <laughs> yeah, is I'm, I, I yeah, because I'm dying. I'm dying to know. <laughs> um, I well, I for me on social media, I'm quite like slow with with that, like in response to mm-hmm. people. Or so apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with my DMs, at one point my friends were saying, you know, right. There's this part there that says request <laughs> to read. Oh. <laughs> and if you click that, you read actually people who have you have not followed. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, no way. And I only found that out like a month ago. Oh, <laughs> really? So apologies for those who have messaged me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I have not read your messages, but... Yeah, like you said, I'll, I'll look out for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, now that you've put it out there for everyone to listen, right? Yeah, yeah. you know there's a message request. There are probably like thousands in there because she never opened it. So <laughs> all these people I'm who so have sorry <laughs> because I really like didn't realize there was this button that it was going Little, yeah. request. And then I, I, my friend told me that you are supposed uh-huh. to like look into that. Yeah. And I was like, no, I thought it only just comes on my... <laughs> my <So> list. <laughs> oh. So I'm very sorry. Even some of my like friends that follow me mm. from friends they like oh I messaged you you didn't, you didn't respond and I was oh. like let me check yeah. <laughs> okay guys so we're gonna put it out there it's not that Dr. Nicole David she didn't want to respond to no, you she, just, didn't she just didn't know <laughs> All right. yeah. she's so not I'll, that I'll you know. start being better with that <laughs> there we go no, social media is so open you know yeah. you post a picture a lot of people will comment you post yeah. something on Facebook you, you get instant comments right away mm-hmm. you know um, has any how do you deal with that? Have you read anything that kind of hit you with like, oh, you know? <laughs> no. No, you haven't. Okay. No, it's been, they've been really um, good and you have the occasional stuff, but it doesn't really matter. When right. They, most of it is actually positive and mm-hmm. they are supporting you 
So I think that's that's more important to focus on all the positive stuff. <laughs> right. The reason why I ask is because a lot of females these days, mm. you know, they will they don't have thousands of followers. They have like maybe two hundred followers or less. Yeah. All your friends are following them. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they post a picture and, and everybody will be saying nice things, nice dress, nice hair, nice eyes, <laughs> nice shoes. Comment. And that one comment <laughs> that's gonna come in and say something really mean. I know. You know? And some for someone you know who a lot of people look up to like yourself you know yeah. i mean what would you say to this to these girls like that i mean coming in an era where so many things are just out Reflect, in the open yeah. yeah everything is reflected like reflected in a way that in and i think when i i am that's when you don't put full attention to what words do like no one actually respects the the strength and power of what what a sentence or a word or comment mm-hmm. can make to to affect someone else so mm-hmm. i think before they actually people should write about something if you don't have anything to say that's good don't don't say it at all so right. i think that's my that's what my take i always give people and if they do get a bad comment is it's really if you don't fully know that person it, they don't have a a way to uh impact your life in right. any way so why should you take things that comes away from different people it's mm. the people that you're close to and that you love the most is what matters and and what you see for yourself so all these things you have to turn it around in a positive mm. so any negativity that comes in try to turn it around positively i know it sounds like so easy but it's not mm. but if you if you practice it and self talk positive self talk is very important mm. just on a daily basis like oh you know wake up in the morning say mm. you know it's a good day and mm. And keep yourself reinforced with good positivity. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I go in the mirror and say like, you're good. Yeah. You're handsome. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the best. handsome. You're funny. <laughs> you're talented. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just look Fun- in the mirror and just tell myself every single morning. <laughs> actually, it's, it's funny enough. It actually works. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I think it's just like self-assurance. So right. for some that are struggling for that, that that's just uh, affirmations that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can put some post-its around and stuff. I also had, you also have moments where you are just at your low mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things are not going your way and then you just find things that just brings you back to base. Like What are some of those things to you? Um, A lot of good people around me that mm. have made very good um, like comments and support throughout uh, my career mm-hmm. and those those things matter mm. you have to surround yourself with good positive re- uh, people mm. and also like even those affirmations like writing mm. things down just some reminders because when you're in a low you just keep going lower and lower but yeah. you, you don't know how to turn it around so those mm. small things maybe will just make you go a little bit hey, okay but you have to try it yourself. <laughs> I, I don't know how much of an impact it can mm. be, but little things make a big big difference. Right. Wow. A I little bit. La. Nicole, <laughs> now that you're retired, right? Now that you're officially yeah. retired. Not yeah. yet. Not I mean, yet. Not yet. Soon. It has been announced. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we expect you to come back to Mamak Sessions? Can we expect you to collaborate with us on YouTube videos? You yeah. Know, to come back and uh, maybe uh, do a short skit with us or, you know, yeah. be one of our actress inside, you know? <laughs> well, are you open to that kind of thing? Yeah, for sure. You're welcome, Jin. Funnily, funnily, you mentioned that because, uh, I mean, we were yeah. talking on Instagram right. exactly. and uh, she was mentioning that you know she would love to work on a project oh. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. What 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 are I mean that kind of sparked my uh, curiosity because mm. okay, it means that she's gonna be doing something on YouTube. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna be doing on YouTube? Um, it's more to find out like 
how you guys uh do it so well <laughs> like you oh. know and and to be the to understand like you know it's it, it'll be good too if y'all have anything that y'all want to bring out the message or yeah. or share with with our Malaysian uh pub- public some in some ways and in a in a fun way too yeah i'll be just happy to help oh and, definitely and yeah that's that's the whole point like because they're done <laughs> yeah okay yeah. like you know when we do videos um because, as much mm. as much as we make a lot of uh funny videos and stuff like that and you know it's kind of making fool of ourselves and, and whoever like you know brandon will basically act like a like yeah. a retarded fellow. Yeah. Now, yeah. The whole idea of the every video that we make is to basically mm-hmm. put out a message. Yes. It's just like, you know, getting everybody's attention via comedy or drama, mm-hmm. but at the same time, kind of convey a message. Um, exactly. That is, you know, that is, uh, you know, empowering, mm-hmm. whether to the teenagers or the family. Like for me, when someone comes up to me and said that, hey, um, uh, every time when you release a video, I would get my family, my kids, yeah. sit in front of the sofa and watch your your uh, your your videos on the TV screen, mm. and I'm like, oh, oh that's so, so sweet. But actually, you should just let your kids watch it on your mobile phones. At least I get more views, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Redirect the yeah. viewing v- viewing. That's source. me. That's me being competitive. <laughs> <laughs> now you see. Now you see, Nicole. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. now, right? Yeah. It's like logging to multiple mobile devices to watch. <laughs> one video yeah. put it all the same time <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I would love I mean like yeah. to be honest I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, the entire team would love to work with you because you know the yeah. first thing the first thing uh, I got your message I went to the office and said that's all Nicole David uh, message all of us guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think I think she wants to work with us <laughs> and everyone everyone here like everyone can, 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 can that, that's all I was saying she wants to work with us whatever oh. it is like, yes I want to work with her and because like you know yeah. I think there are a lot of messages that we can do but exactly I, I, so I'm just very also so proud with how you all have presented those messages through your your videos because mm. it's it's really truly how we see Malaysians are and and it's very nice to to then put it together and send send that message out so being in this place where I'm figuring out what I want to do I found a way that you know maybe I want to go in in different forms and mm-hmm. work and I hope like to do some collaborations with yeah. you guys to get those messages out but in a fun way and mm. and like also making a fool of myself too. <laughs> sure not. Sure yeah, 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 not. Yeah. Get it on. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious because like for, for someone like uh, Nicole to tell us that, you know, she watches our stuff. For me, yeah. it's like, really? Yeah. I mean like crazy. <laughs> when? Okay, I'm just curious. When did you start watching our stuff and what 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 kind okay, out of all the stuff that you've watched, I'm not I'm not expecting you to watch everything. <laughs> which one kinda caught your attention? Um, just like my my friends and I, we we when we follow your, what you put up, it's like the the just the basic things of how the Malaysians do like the the habits that they do. So that yeah. you, so I have there's one where you know the phone in the the helmet <gasps> oh. one, and, you know how they yeah, hands free and all those. So those series and then later mm. on the, your brought in different stuff yeah. So, yeah so yeah so I like to share with my friends oh thank you <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Then overseas is like this is our Malaysian our Malaysian like uh, oh. comedy I'm so <laughs> I, I, I'm like I'm so warm inside <laughs> right now melted already melted the roti uh. bomb turned to liquid already guys yeah. I just um, I mean it's truly an honor to have yeah. someone 
um, such as yourself to watch our stuff. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I'd be like, oh, I don't wow. know if you put more pressure on us now. Yeah, so it's like she's right? watching, right? Yeah. No, now, when you make a video, you have a thought on the back of your head that you better put good stuff up because Dr. Nicole David is watching. Uh, yeah, it's Brand- all good stuff, don't worry. Yeah, Brandon <laughs> will probably put in like twice the makeup that he usually does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Now I gotta put not just makeup, bro. I gotta put eyeliner, la. I gotta change my hair wax, la, you know. <laughs> gotta put lipstick, so, la, you know. I, I, I would love to do something about being yeah. competitive, but <clears throat> we'll, 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 we'll wait for that when you retire. So, um, see, friend, like you, okay, the thing is, when we read the news, we always think that you're yeah, always in Malaysia. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, but then, but okay, you are here now. Yeah, yeah. Physically. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we, yeah <laughs> she's here. I better be here. <laughs> <laughs> but when you told us that you have been in Amsterdam for how long? Yeah, almost 16 years. What? Yeah, I've lived there for 16 years, just training with my coach, Elizabeth. And I, yeah, basically moved there 2003. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Do you speak the language? No. No? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, and it's just too hard. Like, okay. I, I'm also in the last year, so I've tried to base myself a little bit in Colombia for altitude training. I see. So it's been so fun having these two different base to mm. work with, like a great city in Amsterdam and mm-hmm. in Bogota and altitude. So a nice little mix and then come back to Malaysia and I'm like, woo. <laughs> Good to I'm, be back. <laughs> I'm so proud to like you know to hear her still speak like a Malaysian. Yeah, after 16 years in. I go to Australia foreign. for one day. I come back. Good night, What you doing, man? That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I went to Australia, but I'm speaking like an American. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of Malaysians do that. Like, yeah. yeah, they go yeah, somewhere yeah, else yeah. for like a year, two years to study, and then they come back. You know, with Got a full-on English accent, and then yeah. you 16 years in Europe, in Netherlands, and she come back like, uh, no la, no la, roti bom, roti bom, roti tari, roti tari. It's like wow, yeah. you know. It's, I think it, that's amazing. It's difficult to get that Malaysian accent out, and even when I speak English out mm. to like in to, in like interviews in different countries mm-hmm. or um, at that squash event, and it's like you can't get that Malaysian accent. <laughs> 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 Just how I pronounce things, and and my friends say, no, it's it's cute. It's it's your English is just. Yeah, Cute, like that. So like, it's, okay. it's, it's funny, right? How okay. we how we kind of perceive that. Okay, when we do interviews or anything, right? We, we have to speak have to perfect. S- yeah, <laughs> and and I try my best, you know, to. Yeah, and and we always think that oh uh oh uh American English sounds great, Australian English sounds great, but Malaysian uh English accent sounds horrible. No, which for me is have I think we have a good accent. Yeah, we do. Uh. I mean, that's what that's what makes us unique. Yes. Just that we have to fight with Singapore lah to basically claim the accent. <laughs> 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 yeah man super stressed yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. now I want to ask right because yes. uh, I, you know I follow squash quite closely when I was young because I always yeah. read newspaper every single squash? day I have never played squash I only played squash once before okay. but it's a little bit different because I, I play badminton uh, and badminton yes. you, you require a lot of the wrist you know you yes. require and, and squash is more of like a whole body movement sort of thing mm-hmm. am yeah. I saying it right? yeah 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 oh I my gosh correct, it yeah. is correct I was just simply <laughs> like <laughs> because it's a little heavier so with, yes. the, with the like rackets from yeah so leg. you need to swing a little yeah. bit more you know to get a sort of momentum in the ball yes. okay so um, no but that's not related to what I'm asking you know? <laughs> 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 not not, re- not relevant at all but I want to talk about Olympics you know yes. because I've been following the struggle of squash yep. mm-hmm. to be an Olympic sport yeah. And up till today, you know, it's so, I think it's a huge, huge shame that th- sports like, uh, let me give you an example. 
skating, skateboarding. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, gonna be an Olympic sport, right? Esports yeah. is gonna be an Olympic yeah, sport. Esports, yeah, skateboarding. I, I it's not will, that I get there eventually, right? But sure, but, yeah. but the thing but, is, yeah, I I I remember that movement as well because I was retweeting it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that I have diminished all these sports in terms of their, you know, but it, it, these sports are taking precedence over squash. That's so hard to believe, you know. I think it's a huge yeah. shame that squash is not an Olympic sport for the past 10, 20 years, you know. And, yeah, and I know. And it's, now that you've retired, you know, I always dreamt of you, and I was like almost praying, you know, I was like. You know, God, you have to make this an Olympic sport so that we can finally have an Olympic champion. I mean, eight mm. world titles yeah. and not an Olympic gold medalist, you know. So I think that's a huge shame, not just for Malaysia, but for the world. So yeah. are you going to be maybe helping out in that movement now, you know, that you have more time to, to get squash recognized as an Olympic sport? Well, it's a shame because um, mm. I've been involved with the campaigns a yeah. lot yeah. and all of the squash community have come in very right. strongly. Yeah, we've done so much and... But what it has done is that it, it has brought the level of the game mm-hmm. uh, to another height mm. and all those campaigns have really grown the, our sport mm. in many ways. Mm-hmm. At the same time, when I was coming through and I really wanted to just be part of that games and mm. just knowing that you can be an Olympian, you know. Yeah. Right. And, um, but as time goes by and how many times we have not gone in and haven't been selected by the Olympic Committee, it's just kind of the appeal is kind of lost for me right now. Right. It's just the fact that every time we put something out there, the criteria changes. Mm. And it always changes. Every single time we put something out, oh, something else needs to be done and this spot is in. Or something else. And we, we've lost that so many times mm. because we are told that, ah, uh, you know, th- we don't fit that the criteria. So I think we have to like stray away from the fact that we we need to fit into something than just just focus on our sport right grow it and then make it just big and and then when we have a time to get in there we will get in there okay. when when the time is right and mm. but now the priority has changed from the olympic committee and the international olympic committee and you know uh yeah i think i just the appeal to just get into the games is not fully there from my from my perspective anymore okay. really it's yeah it's actually which is just a shame yeah, yeah. it's a shame i think it's the pinnacle of everything and now a lot of things have just shifted so might as well just stick to what we do best and just grow our sport mm. and just and make just it make so it big it that they cannot they, they cannot say they, no yeah. yeah exactly right yeah so um yeah because i've always been uh following it is the, sad, yeah so sad you know yeah. i think it's a huge shame honestly <laughs> things like skateboarding is uh, gonna be an olympic sport e-sports you know and not squash. but it's appealing it's appealing to the kids it's a, and it's getting so much um recognition on um broadcasting mm-hmm. everything is coming their way in terms of access to the sport and yeah. all the youth appeal and mm-hmm. And it's ex- an extreme sport. So technically, now the host cities are getting the, a chance to play a role in the decision making for the sport. Wow! So that's when they go like, okay, we can get gold medals here. We mm. put this spot lah. Like, okay, and then we go get gold. So it's same if Malaysia was to host the Olympic Games, we would right. say, oh, we put squash because we can mm. get we a get, goal. We can get a chance to okay. do something through squash. 
Mm. Not, but I don't know when we <laughs> be hosting the games. Hopefully in 2030 something. Oh man, <laughs> okay, we host you for board games, lah. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, we all team effort. Can, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> we will kill each other <laughs> to make points. Like, why are you not doing this properly? Yeah, like, man. You're like uh, the competitiveness <laughs> in us will probably like you know broken relationships after that. I will mess everything up. You know, I will just go aggro and whatever. Now, yeah. um, here's here's uh here's something uh that I would like to know. Mm-hmm. Who's the biggest superstar? Whether it's sports or anyone on your mobile contact list on your mobile phone <laughs> contact list do you have anyone famous in your mobile phone contact list famous yeah mm. don't say A- apart from me yeah, yeah I mean. exactly <laughs> I was just about to this <laughs> I mean like you know I mean who are you friends with that you know people like whoa or have you met anyone that's super famous where you'd be like whoa well I haven't have this person's contact on my phone obviously but mm-hmm. my first woe would have to be uh Roger Federer. Oh, <laughs> oh. the goat. Yeah. The goat. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a chance for the very first time to do a squash campaign for the back uh for the Olympic campaign. Right. To back the bid and he was gracious enough to come in and support it because he used to play squash. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean when he was younger okay. with his dad on Sundays at mm. six years old. So we always claim that, you know, like, you see his movement, it's all squash movement. You know, <laughs> like on the baseline, turn around. I was like, well, see a lot of squash. And so, oh, wow. so we always claim that. But when I met him for the first time, it was a tournament in Rotterdam mm-hmm. in, in the Netherlands. And it was just amazing. Like he, he came out from a loss in the quarterfinals and he had to do this media conference and he already accepted to to do the bid and say he would support it. Mm-hmm. And after he lost, we were going like, oh, is he going to support it or not? We don't know. But he was saying, no, 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 I've already agreed to it. It's fine. Right. We'll, yeah. we'll make the, we'll just meet, meet Nicole. And, mm. and I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so then I met him and I was, yeah, I was really like, Okay, how do, must hug or? <laughs> how do I, oh. I go in for the handshake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go yeah, yeah. But he, he gave gave me a hug oh, and wow. then was um, your heart racing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um and he was just chatting, really sweet. And then mm. after that, um we did some photos in front of the media. He announced that you know he wants to back the bid for squash yeah. and he thinks it's a great sport. And then after that, he's like, okay, let's go and uh, why don't we ha- like go away from the press and mm. hang out at the players' lounge? So I was like, okay. And I was with another squash player with me. I said, hey, come and demand mm. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she's an English squash player, Lauren right. Briggs. Yeah. And and she he basically took to us to the players' lounge and said, okay, so do you want to join us for like drink or you want want some dinner? And mm. I, my my physio can go and get it for you at what? the players' lounge. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, okay. At cool, at cool, at cool. Sure, like, no, what you want? Fish, chicken, and some veggie, veggie and like, mm. Yeah, okay. And so basically he went and they had the place now. Uh-huh. So he took stuff for us, put it yeah. on the plate and then we sat there and hung out with him for <sighs> did like a little dinner and chat and he was just so nice, like so chill. Wow. He even offered me uh some like he went and got the dessert plate and like cake. You want cake? Oh, wow. But it, but overall he was just a really genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Um really chill. They all joking around and his coach, um, and all of them just like any any normal evening, yeah. you know, gossips and yeah. uh, what what goes on behind the scenes of uh, like the tennis 
and squash and then it's like hey how come that person's connected to this person ah oh, yeah you know that one ah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, not in my Malaysian accent but you know in uh it was just it was really really nice and I was so um like going back in the train and they said you're going back in the train like from Rotterdam to Amsterdam it's like yeah why not it's easy yeah. And then so it's like oh if your train doesn't go like let us know and just meet up for <laughs> for drinks or something. Okay. Mm. And then but then we went back to the train and went like wow we just caught up with Roger, Roger and he was eating his Magnum ice cream <laughs> like you know it was just so chill because he 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 lost so he had he, he could he could actually have time and I said I don't want to keep you I know you have to recover and mm. his physio was like no, nah, he's fine. He he already he he will be he's very free now because he's not preparing for the right. next match, which right. was also yeah. So we were very fortunate to meet him that first time. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just okay. love how you tell the story. You yeah. Know? It's so chill. It's so you know. It really tells you the humility he, of the player. Just, yeah. And basically after that, after two yeah. hours, we were hanging, and then he said, "Okay, we I'm just gonna head out to the back to the hotel," and literally mm. everyone was still waiting for him mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. Like he, he was still there for twenty minutes signing out auto- like oh, wow. signing all yeah. these kids, autographs, the autographs yeah. outside after mm. we we caught up, mm. which was amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it's very heartwarming because like, mm. you know, for for person like you, you know, you look up to him and you, you take so many cues from him, you know, how exactly. he treats the fans, how he's exactly. so nice to even other players from yeah. different sports, which you know. And then there's you and you <laughs> came in a taxi, you came alone, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, I feel like asking you right now, do you want me to send you back after this? Or, you know, do you need transport? And yeah, you know, you're taking a train you. and stuff like that. And it's thanks uh, for the offer. <laughs> I really appreciate. It. And it's like it's you know like the kind of humility you know from mm. like world number ones and the, the greatest of all time players. Yeah. It's crazy you know, and I think I think we can learn something from hearing their stories as well you know we can take like something off from yeah, them may- maybe you should start you should start replying your uh, whatsapp messages a lot faster then <laughs> instead of blue ticking and then replying it the blue next day <laughs> don't like that lah bro okay uh. just kidding but you know um, talking about fans you know when you go out um, you meet a lot of people you have a lot mm-hmm. of supporters come up to you I mean like, how does that make you feel it's great um, especially in Malaysia where they just truly feel proud of like a product from Malaysia mm-hmm. coming through and they just when they come up, they really, s- you can see in their face at how they say thank you or you've done amazing. Mm. It's very heartwarming and, and, and I just really appreciate everyone that does that and mm. always come up and, you know, give, you know, always, uh, I'm just truly grateful. Right. <laughs> that never happened to any other squash athlete um, ever in any other country that has the same r- recognition that I have. So I'm really appreciative for that. <laughs> oh, wow. What sort of advice would you give the younger squash players who are coming up right now? You know, there are many who are, mm-hmm. I think because of you in Malaysia itself, you know, the, the squash community and the squash uh, sport has really grown because of you. Because it's like, oh, wow, you know, we can yeah. actually make a living out of this. We can travel the world. We can play squash as a yeah. career. So for those up and coming players, you know, what, what would you say to them? Um, I would love for them to just keep having fun, yeah. and we have a lot of talent coming through. Mm-hmm. They've just given like they just had a huge tournament in the British Juniors this year, and also last year there was a lot of great results from mm. the girls, and also some of the boys now, which is very very exciting times. But what I really want them to also understand is is like it's just a game still. Mm. It, enjoy it, have fun with your friends, and and make sure they look after their body mm. and. 
whatever if they feel like uncomfortable or something doesn't feel right make sure everything is looked after and not push themselves too hard mm-hmm. at, at such a young age because i know how competitive it can get mm-hmm. and um and to and i think the best way is to make sure they are guided the right way and not be pushed or forced to do anything they don't want to do so enjoy right. it now because it only get it will get mm-hmm. tougher later on so um yeah. and and later on you still want to bring that passion and enjoyment right to the very end i'm still enjoying every moment out mm. there competing so um especially this last few months i want to savor every moment out there on the court yeah right and <laughs> i don't know what you are gonna expect on the last day that last game the final game where will there be tears that, yeah will there be tears i'm I think so. I, you mm. know, I'm a little crybaby, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I would definitely ha- get emotional. Mm. It's been quite an emotional roller coaster coming to this point to actually accept the fact that I am retiring. But I had that moment to go through it. I also had a lot of sense of happiness and relief at mm. the time too. So it was just up and down. But at the time, at, at at this point, I found so much peace mm. in the way that um, I'm ready to take on what's coming for me. Right <laughs> now, if you were to talk to your younger self, mm-hmm. okay, what would you say to yourself? Do you have any regrets? Um, you know, being in this in this career path industry, career path <laughs> for the past 15 years. You know, mm-hmm. what would you tell your younger self? Um, I would definitely do. N- not nothing much okay. different because mm-hmm. what what I've done has just brought me here. Mm. But I would like to tell my younger self to maybe savor the moments a little bit longer mm-hmm. because what I did was I was so busy uh, making sure I was getting ready for the next tournament and yep. that winning the next thing, getting that year through very well, and and I kind of lost the appreciation of what that win represented at the time and how much I put that effort into that right. that, I was, that I didn't fully savor those moments long mm. enough to, to take pride in it when yeah. I was younger. It right. took me only a little bit later when mm-hmm. I got all the successes along the, the way that I fully understood how hard it was to get those things in such a consistent level uh, mm-hmm. or being mm-hmm. so consistent. So I just thought yeah, savor it a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're very very successful, you know. You're very a, a successful athlete and a successful person, you know. And growing up in those formative years, those teenage years, you mm. also enjoy a lot of success. It's How do you not let it get to your head? I mean, because we see a lot of people who get famous, you know, who get the money, who get famous, and then after that, they sort of lose it. Mm. You know yeah, they kind of lose say. reality cut for a little Correct. bit. Correct. Then they stray <laughs> off, you know, really, they go, Phew, you know, and how do you, I mean, I'm talking to you right now, and it really does not feel like I'm talking to a dato. It really doesn't feel <laughs> like I'm talking to an eight time. It really feels like I'm talking to a friend. We're both talking to just a friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's amazing how still how down to earth you are, how humble Thank you are. You. And how do you not let get all these successes, all this, wow, you know, you got you got you got you got fame, you got attention, you got all this prize money and all these <laughs> things, you know. How do you not let it get to your head and still be you know who you are right now? Yeah, I think it's thanks to my family and mm-hmm. my friends. They they get me back to the ground and I think um being surrounded by good people and and getting those values from 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 a young age, knowing mm. that if you can respect each other and well, whoever you meet with the respect you give to someone, they're going to give the same respect back. So all the time when I was growing up, it's always the case of you're not any uh, any better than 
um, the next person. So mm. you you can do great things or you can mm. be like successful. But at the end of the day, I just went in there to play squash and I mm-hmm. was doing well. And all these things around me just happened so much more. And I could be in another country doing mm. the exact same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't get recognized. You know, that sort of understanding of like how important how valuable I w- it is to be also in a country like Malaysia to get the recognition mm-hmm. to get all this hype as well being the first world champion mm. and then everybody supporting me right through and through yeah. and getting the fans to also be at the top I couldn't do it without all the support I got mm. uh, from the ministry the sports councils and also all my sponsors mm-hmm. but then at the same time with people and friends that just were sticking by me mm. all the way I, I couldn't do it alone for sure mm. but that's all the right people that came in my life to become who I am, basically. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you're mm-hmm. listening to Mamak Sessions, and we are really, really honored to have mm-hmm. yeah. Dr. Nicole David in the show today. But just before we end the show, um, Nicole, oh, I feel like we're friends right now. We're calling Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, do you, have, do you have anything to say, you know, to everyone listening right now? Um, I would just like to say, you know, just be who you are, enjoy every moment that you have and uh, I think each one of us have a power within and the moment we understand what it is and uh, and who what we want to do, that power will resonate in whatever we whatever we strive for. So make make those dreams and goals fully apparent so that you can actually go for it and give it your best always. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for being on the show today and I hope this won't be the last. Um, I really want to work with you and yeah, I, yes. I believe that you're going to be such a, an amazing role model for yeah. the younger generation, uh, for the for the young girls, for the young athletes, for anyone who's basically, you know, fighting to kind of like, you know, build a voice of their own. I think you're the yeah. basically, you're the, basically the true inspiration of basically fighting for your goals, being competitive at it as, and being the best at it. Yeah. And yes. at the same time being so grounded. This is amazing. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Thanks so yeah. much for having me. It's so great to meet you guys and uh, definitely want to do something together for sure. Definitely. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this is Mamak Sessions. You want to listen to us on Spotify? You can. On mm-hmm. iTunes as well. You can uh, follow us on Mamak Sessions on Instagram. It's at M-A-M-A-K-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S. Did I spell it correctly? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. Well All right. Done. Good spelling. <laughs> <laughs> let's go for Roti Bomb. Yes. Right. Yeah, let's shout. Let's bomb this joint. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. We will speak to you next time.